ist das für ihr? What will you be doing? Watching my girls grow up. The show must go on. hasn't been that long since my last appearance uh which is much better than uh the previous appearance that that i had that took months uh for me to get back into this um i tried not to play the music in the beginning too loud so hopefully you could hear it um you know wiley's sleeping alicia is downstairs doing some stuff with her friends uh virtually for for those of you worried about the the covid ramifications uh they're doing a little virtual bachelorette party for Kira. Um, so uh, it's me upstairs uh, and I figured, um, you know, why not put together a little podcast? Uh, so uh, drink of choice tonight um, is we, tr- we decided to give wine uh, a try again. Um, so we are doing some Riesling, um, Riesling Relax, which is Alicia's go-to uh, which I is something I can certainly stomach uh, much better than the previous uh, attempt at wine at the Chardonnay. Um, so I'm I'm back in the game with some Riesling. Um, it's you know it's Saturday night. Uh, we might go crazy. Uh, we might finish the Riesling uh, and then maybe go crack open a Down East uh, Winter Blend, uh, which is a delicious uh, hard cider. Um, I highly recommend some Down East. Uh, very good stuff. So, uh, yeah, um, so my, my first few podcasts, uh, were, uh, very well planned out and I kind of had written down what I wanted to say. And these last few have been a lot more off the top of the dome, uh, just kind of speaking freely, uh, which is good for me, uh, not as good for you. You know, it's not as good a listen, I'm sure it's a little better for me because I just don't have the time to plan what I'm going to say. Um, but I also, um, you know, again, if these are, are supposed to be kind of therapy, original thought for me, um, then it's a little better that I kind of just go off the top of the head. Um, although then sometimes I get mad because I, I finished them like, oh, like I forgot to talk about this or forgot to talk about that. Um, so I will tell you what it's about and then I'll backtrack for a second because if I tell you what it's about and you don't want to listen to it, at least I can stop you at three minutes as opposed to stopping you at five minutes. Uh, so this is going to be mainly about uh, musicals. Um, I have a podcast coming up about running uh, really soon because I realized I haven't done one yet, I think. Uh, so I've got one coming up about running and maybe one coming up about Duke basketball. Uh, but running is probably the next one that, that's in line, um, which obviously will be a big one, probably a little bit longer one potentially. Um, but yeah, the re- reasoning goes down a little bit better. Uh, than the Chardonnay. So, uh, um, 
but yeah, musicals. Uh, but but backtrack to that. Um, I decided to do the podcast today because uh, this was a really tough week, um, and it yeah, I don't know. It it was a, a really not a good week from a, a mental standpoint. I I don't know if I I kind of have a sneaking suspicion that some of it was doing with hydration. Um, I I think my my lack of hydration during the week was leading me to be kind of tired, uh, but more lethargic than tired. So not necessarily needing to go to bed tired, uh, but lacking energy to kind of be productive sort of tired. Um, And I've had issues kind of with uh, anxiety and depression uh, in the past. Um, And this was certainly a week where kind of made a comeback. Um, You know, there's a couple of days where um, I really didn't want to get out of bed. Uh, you know, I, there, I, I can count on one hand how many times I've not wanted to go to work in my, you know, 10 years, uh, uh, teaching. Um, you know, I, I, it's probably under five. Um, and I think two of those five days were this week. Um, and then this morning on a Saturday, I, I did some work, uh, in hopes that I could finish most of my work for this long weekend, uh, today uh so that way sunday and monday i wouldn't have to do as much um and i finished the work and then i I really just wanted to go lay in bed um you know it just wasn't it wasn't a good space for me mentally um and it's one of those things where uh if if you aren't it's kind of twofold right like if you aren't familiar with anxiety and, and depression my experience with anxiety and depression um, has been one of when I when I slip into it, it's kind of this gray cloud that follows me, uh, kind of like Eeyore in in uh, Winnie the Pooh. Um, so it's this it's this cloud that's following me that I can't escape from, um, and I I can acknowledge that the cloud is above me, like I can see the cloud and I can feel the cloud, but I can't outrun it. Um, as, as much as I like try and like I want to, I just can't get away from the cloud. Um, and that's usually my experience. And as much as I want to get away from it, I just can't get away until the sun comes out. Um, and this, and you know, what causes the sun to come out? Um, who knows? Uh, you know, it's, it's random, you know, it's just kind of, you eventually snap out of it. Um, and I, you know, I, I wish there was a rhyme or reason as to what snapped me out of my depression. Um, when I get into it, but there isn't, uh, there, it's not one consistent thing that gets me out of it. Um, so I just have to kind of get through it. Uh, um, certainly other people have much worse than I do with, with their depression. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it, it was just not, not a good, uh, a good week for me, uh, with that. Um, yeah, uh, it just weighed on me a lot this week, and it's one of those things where you feel really, um, me personally, I, I feel kind of dumb about it because, like, when you think about some of the stuff that triggers me and some and and depression in general, um, you know, I work with high schoolers, right, and I'm like, well, you know, this is this is a 13 year old, right? A 13 year old should get depressed, uh, you know, a 34 year old or 30, I don't know how old I am, 35, my 35, yeah, 35, um, a 35 year old male 
you know, should not be dealing with this. And it's weird because as much as I am such a such an open, free thinker, you know, this liberal, like 21st century guy, um, that is something that pops in my head sometimes. That's like, you know, like I'm I'm an older guy, right? Particularly the guy part, like you know, I shouldn't deal with this. Like I, I I shouldn't be depressed. Like just you know, just snap out of it. Like and and at least you kind of questioning. And you know you shouldn't question this, but at least you kind of question sometimes, um, you know, is my depression worthy enough of being depression? You know, like it, like you think about how other people have so much worse, and you're like, well, like I need to just be be done with it. You know, like what, like why am I, why am I allowing this to drag on for so long? Um, you know, why can't I just beat this and just suck it up? Like I've got stuff I have to do. I have to be a husband and be a father. Uh, and be a, be a teacher and a functioning adult and a role model and how can I be a role model if, if I'm going through through this depression um, and it really makes you question sometimes like I like you you question like if it's if you're worth what you're what you're dealing with um, and which just makes you more depressed right because like you like you you want to snap out of you more because of that and and you just can't um, you know, so it, it definitely was a, a draining week. Um, uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I, I sympathize sometimes with people. I, I've had thoughts sometimes that I, I could easily see myself. Um, I don't, I don't know how to phrase it. Like, because I came home on Friday and I was like, you know what? Like I went, I went out and bought some wine and I'm not a big wine drinker. I like, you know, if I'm going to drink alcohol, I, I like cider. Um, and so, but I, I bought a thing of wine because I, I do, I do not mind the, the Riesling that I drink from Alicia. So I bought another bottle of it. Um, I was like, I'm going to have something to drink on, on Friday night, which of course I did have something to drink. Um, and then fell asleep from, I don't know, 7.30 to 9 and then woke up at 9.00. And then I think I fell asleep from like 10 to 11 <laughs> and then woke up at 11 and finished watching what I was watching. So um, it, it wasn't a productive uh, drinking session. Um, but, um, it's, you know, I, I've often worried with, with my OCD that I have and my eating disorder um, that like I, I, I feel like I'm... I don't want to say I'm strong enough. I think I have a strong enough support system that, like, I, I feel like I should phrase this better. Like, I've I've never been concerned about becoming an alcoholic. Like, I don't drink far enough. You know, I I guess it seems like I drink when I do these podcasts, but I really drink, you know, I'm lucky to drink one, we'll call it a beer, you know, it's a cider. So one, one cider a week, you know. Um, maybe I have two if Duke's playing. Um, and if Duke's not playing, then there's, I might go through, three weeks or a month without drinking anything. And then, like I said, it's mainly like one a week tops. Um, uh, and like I said, usually I fall asleep when I'm doing it. So, um, so I, you know, I, I'm not really, there's nothing in my mind about becoming an alcoholic, but sometimes like, sometimes I'll think, you know, I, it was a long week. I should go drink something. Um, and, and I do worry that like, if like, not again, not worry. Like I, I think that, who I am as a makeup uh, would be susceptible to becoming an alcoholic. And I think about that sometimes um, that, you know, if I ever, if, if something tragic happened, um, I I could see myself 
being susceptible to going down that road. Again, I don't worry about it because I, I've, I haven't had any signs that like would point me in that direction. And I feel like my uh, support system is really strong um, that I've never really processed that. Uh, but it, it's something that kind of it tinkers in my mind whenever I had a bad week and I'm like, oh, I should go drink something. Um, so I don't know, another, another thought. Um, but I guess that's kind of my introduction. Um, musicals. Um, there's kind of two things I wanted to mention in musicals. There's musicals themselves, um, and there's something that I'm really into, and it's what kind of prompted this, is I was watching a YouTube channel, uh, Musicality, and I was watching their, their music videos that they're doing of like Broadway musical songs. And I am really big on YouTube, I watch a lot of covers, like acoustic covers. Um, Anthem Lights, I'm a really, really big fan of Anthem Lights. Um, Boise Avenue, uh, really big fan of Boise Avenue. Alicia took me to go see him perform uh, like a year or two ago at Mohegan Sun. Um, so I, you know, I really, so I'm listening to Musicality. Um, I really liked uh, the, uh, the acapella group from the University of Oregon. Um, you know, uh, I just, I, I like, I like people kind of pursuing like their passions, uh, and I like to listen to them, um, uh, on YouTube, but kind of, kind of revert back, uh, about musicals and I'll <laughs> see how many people are going to listen to this when I say musicals. Cause I feel like, uh, you know, I don't get a ton of people to listen to my podcast, but I, uh, I wonder if this will be a, a substantial lower number, um, as in maybe Alicia will listen to Pity Me, and and uh, that that could be my, my minimum there. Um, I'll shout out Phil. Uh, I miss Phil, um, and I try to text him occasionally. He's got the two kids, so uh, so I know life is busy. Um, and I always make fun of Phil and say, okay, no way Phil is going to listen to uh, um, to my podcast. And uh, Phil is such a busy guy that I, I don't anticipate that. Uh, this musical podcast will be one that he's going to dabble in. Um, maybe Ben, maybe Rabbit, because uh, I, I did talk to Rabbit a little bit about uh, Jen's like for musicals. So maybe uh, maybe he'll see this and Jen will prompt him to take a little listen to it. Um, but anyways, um, I think most of you know that are, that are taking the time to listen to this uh, know about my love for high school musical. Uh, you know, my, my love for musicals started uh, when I was like a sophomore, junior in high school, and uh, I saw Newsies, um, and I guess I guess my enjoyment for plays started before that because my sister did tech um, in uh, the tech crew in all the all the plays at school, and her friends were all in the, in the plays. Um, so I used to go see, watch the plays and the musicals and things like that. Um, and, you know, enjoyed them and stuff. Um, and then, you know, I saw Newsies and I, my first vivid memory of the stuff is watching Newsies for a second time, um, in my AP US history class. Uh, and, you know, we were towards the end, we had finished the AP test and we watched Newsies and, uh, I don't know. Something just gripped me about Newsies. The 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 ability in a play or a musical. So this is about musicals, but it's about plays as well. Because plays have the same capability, but but music's music has a whole different story. And I'll fast forward to a second, um, or just for a second about like the ability that musicals have. Uh, Alicia and I went maybe last year, um, or I guess over a year ago, because the pandemic's been for ten months. So over a year ago, um, we went to go see. 
um, uh, the Carol King musical. And my, my experience with Carol King, I was working at uh, Fast Feet and um, it was when like uh, the computer was just really old and not upgraded. So like there was like 15 songs on the playlist that we could play. And uh, the Carol King soundtrack was on one of them. Or the Carol King, Carol King Tapestry, the, her CD Tapestry was one of the, the things you could play. Um, and I just remember listening to like It's Too Late like over and over again. Um, but Alicia really wanted to go see the Carol King musical, and my mind, like, I was like, this is gonna suck. Like, like, why do I go see the Carol King musical? Like, I don't really like her music that much. Uh, it, like, how interesting can this musical actually be? And if this was a play about Carol King's life, it probably wouldn't have been that good. Now, truth be told, the musical is actually pretty good. Um, so, well, actually, the musical was great. It was really good. Uh, but the, but uh, the acting, uh, subtracting the music in the musical, um, the play was still decent. Um, but I don't know how good it would have been without music. But the, uh, the music itself uh, is just such a, a transformative thing. So plays are great, uh, but, but musicals are, are usually tremendous. Um, so I saw Newsies and... Uh, yeah, just just really, uh, really, really liked it. Really got into it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, and then I don't remember, remember where my taste for musicals went after that because the the next musical I can really remember, uh, or you know, uh, movie with music, I suppose, uh, is Eight Mile. You know, I was I was huge and, and I'm a huge eight uh, Eminem fan, and. Uh, you know, watched Eight Mile a bunch of times again. That's in my really, you know, my top five favorite movies of all time. Uh, I would say I, I really don't know what the fifth one would be. Um, I would I would lump the High School Musical movies in it together, but High School Musical three is certainly my favorite. Uh, Pitch Perfect, which I'll talk about later, is on the list. Uh, Newsies is on the list, and Eight Miles on the list. So four four out of my top favorite five favorite movies, and I don't know what my fifth favorite movie is. Um, are are musicals. Um, so I, yeah, eight mile, uh, you know, was, was big fan of eight mile. And, uh, then, then that brought me into high school musical, um, uh, and high school musical, um, was made in a time. I remember watching high school musical two when I was in college. So high school musical itself, high school musical three, I think came out like around my senior year of college or maybe the year after I graduated college. So high school musical itself most of it came out like maybe my senior year of high school or something like that. Um, and so certainly I, w- I was not the demographic for a high school musical. Um, but the thing about musicals uh, and plays as well, uh, but musicals is the ability just to like wrap you up in a story um, and, and just make you so compelled or even just the power of music. I, like, I didn't want this podcast to be about music because th- there's so much I could say about music. But music on the radio is different than what a musical does or music does for a movie or show. And what I mean by that is I've been watching Dawson's Creek and the, and the, the score to Dawson's Creek um, is just so uh, uh, impeccable, maybe it's the word. Uh, it, it just fits the show so well um, and can make you feel so many emotions uh, it just hits right. Um, and High School Musical, uh, as as kind of corny as it was, um, it, in High School Musical 3, um, 
the, the story that that they took me on with the music um uh, about kind of the the a journey of a high school and like yes like it's about high school i get that and that's where sometimes i feel weird about watching um like one of my favorite shows right now i'm waiting for it to come back is high school musical the musical the series um and i'm certainly not the demographic for that um but the story that gets told sometimes in in high school and and musicals in general um is searching for something um and I think we're all searching for something. And I, I think that kind of ties back to my depression piece where I I feel like I shouldn't be searching for something uh, because I have what I need, right? Like I have my family, I have my friends, I have the job that I want, my, my wife, my son. Um, like I have what I want and I'm not looking to replace any of those things. But I feel like we're always looking for something um and me honestly i know what i'm looking for i i'm either looking to to be fast at running which is going to go into my running podcast or i'm looking to to fill that void uh because there when when i'm not running um or not running well that there's a piece of me that feels like it's missing um and i feel kind of incomplete uh and and i think when i when i watch these these musicals uh I, I can just feel in tune with the character because there's always a journey that the character's going on. Um, and like I said, in High School Musical 3, uh, you know, the journey is sort of friends and love and where to go to college and what your future looks like and who can determine your future. Um, and it's just something that, like, when you feel lost, uh, has the power to... Uh, to make you feel like you're not the only one that's lost, right? It, it, like in that moment, even if you're not the one that's lost, or, or even even if you're not kind of lost in the long term, um, musicals to me, as opposed to to plays and film or, or, or films and TV shows, have had the ability to make a much longer lasting impression. Like the the lessons that I learn and the stories that that I see in musicals. Um, just leave a much greater impression on me uh, than, than other stuff. Um, so, you know, High School Musical is great. Uh, you know, I saw a bunch of musicals with Alicia, um, and we saw Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2 and Pitch Perfect 3. Uh, we watched Pitch Perfect. Uh, I don't know if she likes this, but I, I kind of made it our tradition. We watched Pitch Perfect on Christmas Day now. So Christmas, Christmas night after we're done at my parents' house and opening presents and eating food. We sit down and we watch Pitch Perfect. Um, Pitch Perfect uh, is kind of, again, another example of, again, the, the hiccups and the, the burps of this wine here. Um, but Pitch Perfect is, is another example of, again, that journey um, and, and being an outcast and, and finding yourself. Um, and there's moments in these films, right? Like at the end of High School Musical 3 um, and the very last scene when you can tell like it's the very last scene for all of them um, and they're crying. Like it, it's a scene like they just graduated and are crying and Zac Efron kind of holds it together but gives them all like a little uh, head bob and stuff like that. I cry every time I see it. Um, pitch Perfect uh, in, in one of the final performances when um, – uh, what's her name there? Um, 
oh, I'm blanking on on her actual name. Uh, but when Becca, uh, in in Pitch Perfect, uh, it's gonna kill me that I can't remember her name. Uh, but when she uh, uh, when she's singing in her, in her final performance, um, and she's and they uh, mash up the um, uh, Breakfast Club. Uh, Don't you forget about me. Um, and she sings it out to Skylar Aston. Um, and she puts up the fist, uh, you know, as, as Jude, uh, was it Jude Law? Um, Jude, is it Jude Law? Um, but at the end of, at the end of Breakfast Club, when, when he puts up the fist and she does that, um, to, to just show kind of like, you know, she, she's with Skylar Aston, like, I, like, I, I'm almost getting choked up talking about it. Um, I, I cry every time I watch that. Um, you know, there's, there's this power of, of music to tell a story that the actors uh, can't necessarily tell with words, right? Their actions are telling it, but th- but the story of the song is just so powerful. Um, so Pitch Perfect, you know, we, uh, we watch, um, and then um, I think a lot of this has culminated we, with... Uh, we went uh, at the Bushnell maybe three, four years ago, and we saw Wicked. Um, and Wicked is that story that I've kind of referenced in High School Musical and Pitch Perfect and things like that. Wicked is the story of finding yourself and being who you are and discovering, you know, like in um, uh, The Great Showman, which is another great musical. Uh, the Great Showman. Uh, you have the song "This Is Me," um, and I feel like that, in essence, is what you're trying to discover in uh, uh, "Wicked." Um, and I, I personally think everyone should see "Wicked" um, for the music, for the message, for the acting. Um, I, I think there. I've always wanted to teach a class, um, um, Boys World. I always thought it'd be fun to, to use Boy Meets World to teach almost like a morality type class um, and, and use the lessons of Boy Meets World to, to kind of teach different morality aspects. Um, and I think Wicked could work in the same manner. Um, I think you could teach a lot of life lessons to people in general and high schoolers as well uh, from the message in Wicked. Um, but I was just on, on the edge of my seat. Um, like I... It, it it filled my heart to watch Wicked and and when we left it it was just such a transformative thing. I think I I tweeted or I sent a Facebook message um and I said, you know, now that I've seen Wicked, I I've, I've been changed for good. Um to kind of uh, piggyback off the for good for good song in Wicked. Um it it was such kind of a um I don't know. It, it, it just, it, it made you feel things that I, I don't always know I can feel that, that these musicals do. And so, uh, it's just always been, I don't know. It, Wicked has just, just been really important to me. Um, afterwards in continuation with that, like I said, there, there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to remember as I'm talking about this. Um, Alicia and I started watching, uh, and we watched the whole way through and we actually just rewatched it, uh, this past summer, uh, Glee. Um, and Glee's an interesting one because 
there's a lot of negatives of Glee, right? Uh, the, of the real Glee. Um, you know, Corey Montoth, however you say his name, Finn, uh, and overdoses. Uh, Puck uh, commits suicide um, after being accused of uh, um, like predatory stuff, uh, child child pornography. Um, news comes out that uh, Rachel Leah Michelle uh, is not really that nice of a person. Um, oh, uh, uh, I was gonna say Mercedes, but, um, oh, I'm blanking on a bunch of names tonight. Um, Santana, uh, Santana, which is played by, I'm not gonna remember her name right now on top of my head, uh, but she just passed away, um, in an accident out, out in the water. Um, you know, just a lot of, like, uh, just tragic stuff. Um, that, that kind of came from the show. Um, not, you know, not, not to mention, not, which has nothing to do with the show, but sometimes I get sad that a lot of them haven't really done a ton after the show and things like that in terms of kind of using the show to, to boost their stardom. Um, but I try to forget that when I watch Glee. And, I, you know, talk about another show that I cry with. Like, the, the final song, like, I Lived, when they sing that, um, uh, it's just like, the, the lessons that you can learn in Glee and and the, the ability of music to to move you and tell a story. And I know most of you probably aren't listening to this podcast anymore because I'm kind of repeating myself. And I'm more so just talking about like musicals that, that I really enjoy um, and, and that have like made a big impact in my life. Um, but Glee is just so high up there. Um, I, I intend on watching it again in a couple years and probably every couple years rewatching it um you know i want to show it to wiley uh i i just um it, it's it's just so good um the gray showman another one uh, i got really into the gray showman watching youtube videos of anthem lights uh covering the gray showman and then off of anthem lights covers we ended up watching the gray showman um and it's funny because when we're watching the gray showman I really, like I said, I really like Anthem Lights, and I was like, you know what, I don't know how good The Greatest Showman is, because I actually like the covers by Anthem Lights better than the songs in The Greatest Showman. Um, give it some time, and now I see them kind of separately. I still really like the Anthem Lights ones, but I've also listened to The Greatest Showman soundtrack enough times where I can also appreciate um, the soundtrack for what it is, and what Hugh Jackman does, and what Zac Efron does. Um, I, I, I can get behind that as well. Um, another one, you know, finding who you are, uh, Zach Efron in the story, um, not being afraid to, to take chances, uh, screwing up, um, and, and making things better. Um, you know, I started off with, uh, the greatest, the greatest show, um, the, uh, the final song from the greatest showman, uh, where Hugh Jackman gives, uh, uh, he he hands all the reins to to the circus to Zac Efron, um, and you know Zac Efron is uh, one of my favorite actors. Um, you know High School Musical and, and The Greatest Showman and Charlie St. Cloud, um, the na- you know even like the the Neighbors uh, series, um, and uh, just his. Um, uh, I, I don't know. Like, it, I, 
I really, I, I've said this before, um, but I, I kind of, especially after I graduated high school and I got more confidence, was a bit more vocal. I wish that I had joined musicals, um, and a, I feel like a lot of, uh, a lot of dads want to push. They, they want their kids to be a great athlete, you know, and like, and I would love why they'd be a great runner. Heck, maybe a good, great basketball player. Um, and you know, I'm going to keep running and maybe he'll get into running because he sees me running. Um, and you know, like any good parent, you'll say, okay, my kid can get into anything they want to get into. Like, you know, the, they'll, they'll chase their own dreams. Um, I would love Wiley to get into, to drama and plays and musicals, um, and dancing. Um, one, because I think it, it, it brings a lot of confidence and it gives you, um, it, it, it helps you in like day-to-day life. Uh, but Zach Efron's a big reason for it. I, I watch him and, you know, here's a guy that's, uh, you know, very physically fit. The girls like, he's a good actor, uh, but, but he's singing and he's dancing and he's just so well-rounded. Um, and, you know, I, I want my son to be well-rounded. Um, you know, I'm thinking, I, I was watching, like I said, musicality. And one reason why I wanted to bring up like the YouTube people that I was watching is when I was watching musicality sing these, these videos. And the very last one I was watching was they were singing, uh, they were singing the greatest show. Um, and the people were so diverse. And that's the thing that I really love about show choirs is they're, they're not necessarily what you think. Uh, you know, so many different kinds of people can sing and so many different kinds of people have different personalities. Um, and when you watch a, a choir or uh, a, a certain like musical or drama trying to get something across, um, I feel like it's very uniform. But when I watch these people on YouTube, their, their personality shines through in it. And it makes me realize that like you don't have to be a certain person to, to not only sing, but a certain person to like feel something. Um, and like I mentioned, like the, the people that were singing from musicality, uh, they were so different, like different races and guys and girls, uh, people kind of grungy looking, people kind of preppy looking. Um, and the passion that they sang this song with. Um, and like, that's where I think like, like in The Greatest Showman, uh, you know, they're singing from their their own uh uh motivation uh in in the movie you know like they're, they're finding something to make themselves connect with the song but so are the people on youtube right like the people on youtube are not necessarily not necessarily singing the greatest showman because they like the greatest showman or because it's popular and they're going to get the most views um they're finding something to connect to it finding a passion that they have um, and, and that's something I've always admired about musicals and singing um, and the ability to, to convey um, emotion with in, in musicals. Um, to me, like musicals just don't seem as fake as plays do. And like, obviously it's the same thing, but plays always feel like someone's playing a character and musicals feel like the person has become that character. Um, we just watched one thing that kind of inspired me to make this podcast uh, a couple of days ago, a week ago, we watched prom, um, the musical and I, we were going to go see prom. Um, I think at the Bushnell, I was pretty sure it was about, it was going to play the Bushnell. Um, and I think the pandemic messed it up if I remember correctly, 
But we watched Prom on Netflix, and it was so good. Um, like the, the songs were great. The, the story was great. Um, the, the ability of the people in it was great. Um, it was, it just was really, uh, exceeded my expectations, uh, tenfold. Um, I, I read about it. I heard it was decent. Um, I did not expect to be as enamored and, and just so happy with it as I was. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's a weird thing because, and I, I think one thing that, that jumps to mind from it is if you haven't seen Prom the Musical, um, there there's a character in it. Um, and it's the guy that, I've only seen a couple of these episodes. Um, I think it's like Key, Key and Peele, or it, it's, it, was it Keegan, Michael Keegan or Keegan Michael or something like that. Um, he plays the principal at the school. Um, and He's a straight male. He ends up uh, like wanting to date Meryl Streep, which I'm pretty sure is probably a big age difference there. Um, but he's the principal at the school. Meryl Streep is this uh, kind of uh, big star, but struggling, uh, uh, struggling person on Broadway a little bit. Um, and he tells her how like musicals just transform his life and they make him happy. And, and he's able to escape for a little bit. Um, and, and put himself in, in this like world. And I know people do that with Harry Potter and they do it with, uh, you know, other things like that. And I don't know if we do that with like other shows. Like, yes, we can watch, like I watched the Jersey Shore and I know people watch like things on cable and it helps them escape, but I don't know if it makes you escape and makes you feel like you are a part of what's going on. And musicals, I feel like do that. Like, they make you a part of the story itself. Um, and it's just been a, I don't know, like, there's countless other examples I can give. Alicia and I have gone to other musicals. We, we saw The Lion King. Um, we saw, uh, oh, I'm blanking on it. Uh, oh, mm, I almost remembered it. We, we saw a... a a play that was uh, strictly done with puppets. Um, that was a musical and it was really good. Uh, I wish I could remember the name of it right now. Um, hopefully some of you have seen it. Uh, probably just Google um, musical with puppet. It has a, it has a number in it, um, but that was really good. Um, it, there, there's just so many examples of like, um, and, and like I said, I... I very rarely listen to actual mainstream artists on YouTube. The The majority of what I listen to is people that have not yet made it that are doing like acoustic performances um, on YouTube. And a lot of times it's them covering musicals. Um, it's just it's just something that helps me kind of drift away for a bit. Um, all right, I, I'm going to try to end this because I, I know... Uh, people probably don't, like I said, I don't know how many people are going to listen and I don't want to make it too long if people are listening. Um, it's just kind of a, this was good for me to get out. This is probably the most natural, um, podcast I've done so far in terms of like, if I was having a conversation with my friend and talking to them about musicals, uh, this is probably what would come out. Um, so this, this is probably the most real podcast I've actually had, um, that has just been, uh, off the top of my head, but but still just pretty authentic. So 
um, as, as weird as it is and as much as this topic man it interests people, um, it actually felt kind of good to get out. Uh, so, um, anyways, I, like I said, I'm hoping to make a running one soon. Um, hope everyone's well, uh, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.